0: Hello and welcome to the Art of Communication podcast with me, Robin Kermode. Have you ever wished you could become a confident speaker or presenter? Then why not join my online masterclass, Speak So Your Audience Will Listen. In 10 easy-to-follow modules, you can become a confident and authentic speaker. For more information, visit robinkermode.com.
1: again. It's Sian Hansen and I'm here with Robin Kermode. Hello. And today we're talking about, oh, my favourite topic, the delicate etiquette of eating at work. And actually, (laughs) Robin, it's amazing how often we eat at work.
0: We eat at work all the time and we think we don't, but actually we do.
1: We really do. Anyway, why is this topic of interest on a podcast about communication?
0: On a religious level, and a historical family level, when we break bread, when we eat together, we make a meal, we invite guests to our home, food is central to a lot of conversations. It's central to a lot it's of... It's a language, isn't it's it? It's a language all of its own. And at work, the problem is we're trying to have the natural conversation with the food, but we're also trying to do work. And I think they're often difficult, bedfellows. Yeah.
1: And so there is a delicate etiquette around it. There and, really is, yeah. And when you eat... Actually, even when you take a mouthful um, when you're eating with work colleagues or clients or in any other circumstance where you're communicating.
0: Exactly. You could open a bag of crisps, potato chips, just at the wrong moment, just as somebody's about to deliver their punchline or the main part of their presentation. And you yeah. go, And it just pulls focus. And it's just very annoying. It's funny enough about the crisps. I remember when I was comparing the tennis, the World Tour finals at the O2, the very first year we did it, they decided for some reason to give us crisps. Now, imagine the scenario where all me and with my microphone and the stage crew were all right by the side of the court behind a series of black cloths. How can you open a packet of crisps and eat crisps whilst Roger Federer is serving and Rafa Nadal is receiving? It seems so disrespectful and so noisy that we tried to do it during the claps, but in the end it just didn't work. So we abandoned the crisps.
1: (laughs) So why don't we dive straight in rather than going to full meals just yet. Let's ease into this by getting your views on chewing gum. What do you think about chewing gum in work?
0: I just have a personal hatred of chewing gum. I find it annoying. Dentists
1: recommend it, though, Robin. They
0: do recommend it, and I'm not a dentist, and and so please don't take this as (laughs) (laughs) medical gospel or anything. I just find it slightly annoying, rather like somebody constantly tapping or constantly clicking their barrow on and off. I just find it rather irritating but that could be a very personal thing though.
1: Yeah, I think chewing gum has a cultural element to it. It could Um, be cultural. So you're not in favour largely in a workplace. Well, Mainly
0: because I think what we're trying to do often in business meetings is we're trying to create a sense of calm and focus Yeah. and I find that slightly distracting but that could just be me.
1: Okay, what about mints? They're often handed out at conferences now Mm. and mints are freshening your breath and and maybe actually good for soothing your voice ahead of a speech or no, they
0: are the reason i'm laughing is you're absolutely right and of course they do all that but there are people who can't just suck the mint they just have to crunch it right and they have to crunch it just at the wrong moment <laughs> i sound like a grumpy old man here but it's so find it, are
1: we talking about suckers or crunchers but is got suckers it? or crunchers oh my god it is it's come oh my to lungs. this <laughs> but can i just say as somebody who works in an office. I think that whole ritual of going with a colleague to get a tea or coffee in the workplace is actually a really nice moment.
0: Well, it's a great moment because you have the conversation from the end of the meeting walking down the corridor to, the, to where the coffee room is, or the kitchen is, or whatever, or even leaving the office and going to a coffee shop and having a coffee together. Yeah. It's a softer moment because you're both moving forward. Like we've talked about in other podcasts. You're not sitting across a table, which might be slightly confrontational because it's eye to eye. You're now both looking ahead, walking down the corridor. So there's a softness to that.
1: Yeah, and then, of course, it's a break from looking at your screen. It's an interaction. You know, ask them about their weekend or it's or, important. or their kids or, or their dog or, or whatever's going on, and, and I really like that. But there is one topic. Is actually maybe more relevant to our listeners in America. Is I understand that there's a tradition to have coffee and donuts. Mm-hmm. They bring in a big tray of donuts. It's a real treat. It's often an incentive to get into a meeting that might be a little dull. Yes. Have you got any advice about that? Can you munch through a big sugar covered, well, sprinkle covered is, donut?
0: I think the trouble is that you cover yourself with sugar and sprinkles. And, I know, and that's, but that's, that's the but but it's But it's a
1: meeting. About the donuts, you went because of the donuts.
0: I know. So the answer is, I think you just have to do it, but you have to have a napkin around and make sure you don't. You're do you not know what I do?
1: I just go out with style. I would, if I'm in the meeting and I'm going to commit to a donut, I'm going to go for the one that's covered in pink icing with Smarties <laughs> all over it, and I would just go big. Right. right. I wouldn't be all discreet with the one that's got nothing on right. it. I okay. would just go big. You're going to go for it. Go and how, large. What, what, you,
0: what happens when you get covered in it?
1: You know what? Just, you don't
0: mind. Just wipe your hands. Wipe your right, hands.
1: You, you know, go for it. Talking
0: about meetings with donuts, I have a friend who has a lovely expression, which is when he wants to have a serious conversation with somebody. He said, mm-hmm. I think I need to have a coffee without biscuits with them. And that means I'm going to take them for a coffee. It's going to be civilized, but it's not going to be that pleasant. And a coffee with biscuits is a bit more friendly, a bit more (laughs) informal. But a coffee without biscuits means I think we need to have words. (laughs) So I like that expression.
1: There was a recent study about donuts. And what happened was they were trying to figure out who in a company was more honest. And what they did is they put a tray of donuts on each floor in this firm and they put an honesty box next to the donuts. It was a dollar a donut. And then they kept the data from each floor about who actually gave a dollar. So if there were six donuts gone by the end of the day, was there six dollars in the box? Right. The really burning question was which floor was more honest? Oh. And in the end, they discovered that the executive floor didn't fill the honesty box.
0: And they were the ones probably being paid more.
1: Oh yes, absolutely. Wow. And they also saw that takings went down in stressful periods like Christmas, Thanksgiving, you know, family stressful moments. So on all floors, yeah. on all floors. It, yes, it went on down. all floors. So seasonally there was differences, but between the floors, the boxes were full on the lower floors. The executives felt they deserved it.
0: Wow. And that comes back to now who pays. So you go out for a coffee with a colleague. Yeah. Not a client, a colleague. Yeah. And who pays? The trouble is, if you do it regularly enough and you're the one that always ends up paying, yes. it builds up resentment. That's not great. If you're the boss, do you pay or does your report pay?
1: Never. Always the more senior person pays. Always. I think so. I think so. Always, but I'm not sure always, it always happens always, that way. always. And don't expense it. Well, I'm saying that, but I don't think you should expense things like that. It's yes. really small. You're probably having a nice chat. It's semi-social anyway. Yes. It's just a coffee. I remember right? when I was
0: a young actor, I couldn't believe this. We nipped into one of those fast food places and the other actor, who was rather grand, went in and he said, I'll have a burger and fries and a receipt, please. <laughs> he said, every penny matters, Robin, every penny matters. And I thought, it's ridiculous. And this is quite a well-known act. <laughs>
1: What about tea and coffee, and we can get on to biscuits or cookies, (laughs) but what about tea or coffee in an interview or in a work meeting? You're offered it. Do you take it? And in which case, how do you handle it?
0: If somebody offers you a coffee and then they offer you a biscuit or a piece of cake and you're sitting down in a chair and you're too far from the table, you're now trying to balance the biscuit or cookie on the saucer, or maybe you have another plate for that. You're managing all this extra stuff, which is unhelpful. I think the best thing to do, and this is what I do, is I just take water because I find that coffee tends to make me speak too fast anyway. So I have the glass of water, which is offered, and then I have as a reward a cookie and a coffee afterwards.
1: Afterwards, somewhere else. If the
0: meeting's gone well, I treat myself to that afterwards somewhere else. But I find it just cleaner to have water. And
1: what about, you know, in a board meeting, Robin? They can be three hours
0: long. Yes. So you probably at some point do want a coffee. I know that if I've been coaching a CEO, for example, I'm always struck by the way that you get on at the ground floor level in an enormous company and it's kind of quite bustly. And by the time you get to the top executive floor, it's kind of completely silent. And then what's really nice, I think, is if the CEO then pours the coffee themselves for you. Right. And I found a lot of them do that. And it's a way of saying, I know I'm the CEO, but I can still pour you the coffee. Rather than the ones who sit there and click their fingers for their assistant saying, oh, can you pour Robin a coffee? Yeah. You know, I think it's much nicer when they do it themselves. So part of this is what we started out with, which is the the sense of being a host around food.
1: Yeah. Can I just say, you say pouring the coffee. It's bound to be one of those capsule things now, isn't it? That's one thing that I will never do. If my host of a meeting says, help yourself to coffee... I will not wrestle with a capsule machine because I'm bound to put it in the wrong way.
0: Or even, I was coaching today and they had... No, no,
1: that one where you have to...
0: Yeah, exactly. The lid. No, they had the lid thing, sort of thermos thing with a (laughs) lid on it. And then the one says coffee, one says hot water. And I thought, well, I wanted a tea. So I chose myself mint tea. And then I took what said hot water, but they put them around the wrong way around. So I filled it with coffee. And I think I've now got (laughs) coffee with a mint tea tea bag inside it.
1: Well, the other thing I just wanted to mention was a bugbear of mine, because I do sit quite often in long meetings, is debris on the table. There's a lot of debris. Do you know isn't I talked
0: there? about this exactly in the meeting today. Yeah. Because everyone was about to do their presentations. We'd done lots of preparation. Everyone was about to have a go at what they'd all rehearsed and mm. prepped. And I said, before we start, just look at the table. And it was complete chaos. I mean there were biscuit wrappers, there were banana skins, I there know. were teas, there were coffees. There were wrapping papers. Clearing. And together with all your notes. And I said, if you want somebody to listen to your message cleanly, we've got to have a clean table in front of us. Absolutely. And there was one company I worked with once where they tended to have themselves on one side of the table and the clients on the other side of the table. And down the middle, they had a series of water bottles. And it was a bit like the Berlin Wall or something. And they were kind of <laughs> blocking, completely blocking. So I said, we need to remove all those and have those at the ends of the table. Yes. But we've got to be able to see across the table. It's not, yes. not Can I
1: just mention the water bottle, though? Yeah. Because they also have those flippy tops. Yes. Where you have to push the wire to flip off the top. And if it's sparkling, oh my goodness, it can go everywhere. So I tend to wait for somebody else at the table to open the bottle.
0: (laughs) To see if it's sparkling or not.
1: To see if they spill and not me.
0: That's one of the challenges of all these things. So, be, oh, help yourself to a coffee before your host arrives. Yeah, and then you don't want to be stuck don't. with the the thermos with the top you, you can't really take don't. off and spilling water. Much better to stand, look out of the window, look at the artwork or yeah. whatever, and then you're clean. There's plenty of time for that. We don't necessarily have to have a coffee at yeah, every minute. But of the we day. did
1: say sharing and taking something that's offered is a social moment and maybe something to do. But we are recommending in this podcast then in interviews, formal meetings, try to avoid the coffee because it can just be clutter.
0: I think that's true. I think once you know someone and you're going to have a longer meeting with them and they say, please, would you like a biscuit or help yourself with a cookie? Then I think it would be rude to refuse in a sense. And it's quite nice to have it, even if you only have a sip of the coffee, but you take some of it. Right,
1: got it. Well, you mentioned bananas just now, (laughs) right? And you said banana skins. Can I just talk about fruit at work? Okay, so a lot of workplaces now have fruit. Whether that's in the staff It used staff to be chocolate, and now
0: it's, now it's slightly more healthy, well, isn't it? it's still
1: chocolate. To get people through that afternoon, it's still chocolate or chocolate biscuits. Chocolate in some form. But fruit is seen as the healthy option.
0: How much fruit are you supposed to take, though, year?
1: Yes, no, but that's it. <laughs> I just <laughs> needed to talk about that. Yes, I know. Don't take five pieces of fruit and stick it in your drawer. Yeah. Just come on. You know, there's always fruit. Just mm. make sure you share it. However, I noticed when I went into work today, true story. Everything gone. Grapes, bananas, apples, everything except the pears. Ah, the pears. Pears are not
0: popular. <laughs> yeah, but do you know why? <laughs> no. Because how can you eat a pear delicately at work?
1: No, you're dripping all over pears, your Pears,
0: they drip everywhere. You get it all over your computer, you get it all over your fingers. But the question in many offices I work in is who stole the last banana? Is it? That's the question. Is it? Who stole the last banana? Because
1: it's the most popular. Because oh, they're the most the
0: most popular. And you look <laughs> around and you think, okay, there's one banana left. I'll just finish this phone call, then I'll go and get that banana. And you go there and somebody else has taken the <laughs> banana. It's very frustrating.
1: <laughs> Should have cameras on the fruit floor.
0: <laughs> they probably do. Uh,
1: but in a formal meeting situation, if they offer you fruit, I would definitely say no. It's sticky... I wouldn't Um, even have a banana. You wouldn't crunch. No, No. just don't do that. But let's just go to the etiquette of eating at your desk. They have their lunch at their desk. They have
0: their breakfast at their desk often. They grab something on their way in.
1: I'm just putting it out there. I'm incredibly shy about that. I just don't like eating at my desk. You don't want a colleague coming up to you while you've got a mouthful of food. I just don't think it's a good look. Having said that, though, maybe it's the type of food that I choose. A great big fat sandwich. What do you think? Can you eat at your
0: desk? Well, the trouble with eating at your desk, though, is you're eating the big fat sandwich and you're also (laughs) trying to work. So you don't really digest anything properly. You don't really have a break. Today, for example, I could have gone out and got a sandwich or some salad and brought it back. But I thought it's a nice day and really I could do with some fresh air. So having an actual break is a good thing. Yeah. Rather like, you know, when I'm coaching on Zoom. If you do a four-hour session, it's a long time for people to be sat in front of their screens. And I always mm. say, have a break, go and have a dance, go and do some press-ups, <laughs> I mean, go and walk outside. Have something to eat or drink, but do it when you're not working. So literally, I think you digest better that way.
1: I think that might be. But there are some people who have to eat quickly at their desks for lots of good reasons. So, you know, people do all sorts of different jobs. If you are in a workplace, maybe they have a place where you can go and eat, yes. like a and, communal and table or something, and, think, and chat yeah. to colleagues. That's a good idea. But if you're at your desk... I would say spicy foods, anything that smells. Smelly, smelly, food. smelly foods. I think, no. out of courtesy to your colleagues, you should probably keep that at a low ebb. And noises. And maybe
0: noisy food. And maybe noisy food. So you can be trying to do your work next to somebody who is masticating, chomping, slurping, <laughs> chewing, <laughs> lip smacking, swallowing, burping. It's not great. It's not great, is it? Do you know what I mean? A little bit of respect for your co-workers. Second-hand burger is not a great smell. And also talking about sounds, what you don't want to do is to eat on a Zoom call. You really don't. You're in close-up. You're close up to the microphone, so your sounds are all exaggerated. Really, really distracting for the listener. So never eat on a Zoom call. I mean, it looks terrible and it sounds terrible.
1: So, Carrying on with that theme, maybe we're at one of those away days. Oh, maybe the away day is actually happening in the office, but you're at an away day. Like a strategy, brainstorming day. Them. Yeah, 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 that kind of thing. And at those kind of places, there's a side buffet, yes. isn't there, where you can constantly graze. Yes, where there might exactly. be bagels or cookies and muffins or muffins or whatever it is. First of all, do you think it's polite when somebody's making a presentation, even if you're in a large auditorium, is it polite to go up to the buffet table?
0: It depends on how large the room is. You know, if you're at the back of a large auditorium, it's probably fine. But if you're in a normal boardroom, then I think you can go up and pour a coffee as long as you choose your moment carefully. But just when someone's about to get to the crux of their story or the the essence of their presentation and you get up and you bang your chair and you move it around and that's just distracting. And I'm certainly aware there's conferences with those round tables. If I lift my coffee up to sip it, I put it down so quietly that it doesn't make a sound. Because I just think it's not nice for somebody just to go. It's just distracting.
1: It's probably something you're doing because you have a slight lapse in concentration yourself. Just yeah. don't include the rest of your table yes. with that. But then
0: food, you open a chocolate bar you know, with the wrapper or you open yeah. a crisp packet like that. And, yeah. and they go everywhere. It's just distracting for everybody else. Yeah.
1: I'm not sure, again, if it's just me. But I also am watching other people and they're probably watching me how much I take from that buffet table. Don't come back with your plate piled high and, and, you know, like you haven't eaten for weeks. And And
0: as a client, you look at that thinking, do they not pay you enough? (laughs) So it's it's not great branding.
1: I would just say, be modest in your selection, even though it's a free for all. And it's incredibly exciting. I know it's incredibly exciting. You, know, you have six mm. different cakes and things yes. like that. You know, we're hey. But I'm just saying be modest because and be mindful of the fact that you're with your work colleagues.
0: I think that's right.
1: Can we just get to the other more pure work event, which is maybe Friday or Thursday is the new Friday. People go out from work to drinks in yes. the pub or a bar yeah. nearby. What advice have you got for etiquette around that?
0: The first thing is I would say, If you're going to be in a company for a long time, you're going to work with people for a long time. I don't think it looks great if you get drunk every Thursday night. And, you know, crying into your beer about your private life or whatever is not great, actually. There are better times to do that. And I would choose the right people to do that in front of or, you know, to have the advice from.
1: I think that's fair enough. I've noticed, particularly in the UK, that if you go out, the etiquette is that everybody in your little group buys a round. Mm. So if there's six of you. But that
0: means you have to have six drinks. That means
1: you have to have six drinks. I know. And I'm a bit of a lightweight. So what I tend to do is buy the round first because then I can leave. And right. not do six drinks. Just be really mindful of that moment when maybe you've had one too many.
0: Yeah. And don't be the one, though, that doesn't buy the drink ever. No, People get will a spot reputation. it, but you get a reputation. you so get we a don't reputation. don't want that
1: reputation. Okay. So moving into the sphere where food is part of a client event, mm-hmm. why don't you just give us some advice? You gave us brilliant advice on our networking podcast about drinks. Mm. What do you do with canapes?
0: the challenge is of course you have your drink in one hand and you're possibly holding a small little square napkin if they're giving you one and then you're now taking hopefully finger foods you can put in in one go yes but if it crumbles a bit sometimes your thumb and your forefinger you pick up something like a vol-au-vent, and you pick it up and it kind of squishes
1: sorry you just dated yourself when you right. said Volivar.
0: Yeah, right, it's very 1970s okay <laughs> so but so you you hold it here and it sort of squishes. Now, the contents also squish. Mm. And then you want to pick it up very quickly into your hand. It goes into your mouth like this. And then you've got it now all over your hand and over your mouth. And you're having a conversation with somebody, maybe a client, a potential Mm -hmm. client in front of you. So now you have a wet hand and a drippy hand. You've got it over your lips as well. You're trying to get hold of the napkin that you were holding in your left hand where the drink was. (laughs) And you're trying to dab everything off. So what's the answer? Is the answer not to take food? I think be very delicate with your fingers so you don't Mm. squish food. You always laugh at me because there's something that actors do, yeah. right, which is very funny, if you're standing up, is you lean forward you do. and eat something so that it doesn't drip. And I lean forward and see. I'm going, what are you doing? What are you doing? Going, i don't want to get it on my costume, Look, she said, it's not a costume.
1: You've got your bum sticking out and you're leaning forward.
0: <laughs> no, but I'm so trained not to drip food down, <laughs> down.
1: It's very funny. But I take your point. I'd go even further and say, choose your canopies well. Also, if you're going to choose a canopy with a stick, with I was a cocktail stick, stick,
0: what do you do with a stick? I try to take it and then straight, and to, straight put it away back. put it back before they disappear. Otherwise, yeah. they're stuck with a stick.
1: Yeah, exactly. Now, I have one more question. Concentrate. This is a big one. When somebody offers you a canopy, do you ask them what the ingredients are? The only reason I ask that is I find that you're having a good conversation. You think you're getting somewhere and we're going back to networking. You mm. know, we're there for a purpose. Yes. And then somebody comes and offers you and rather interrupts the conversation. Yeah. Do you want to canopy? And I always think actually, you've lost the thread of your conversation if then you start talking about the food that's yes. on
0: offer. Maybe that's the moment just to say, I'm fine, thank you. Yes. And you carry on the conversation. And maybe you ask in a lull in the conversation when the food comes around, you then say, can exactly. I just check what's in it or may I ask yeah. what this is? And
1: actually, sometimes it's helpful when the food is offered because the conversation might be getting stale and yes. a bit eggy. It Isn't might it? be a chance to dash away, actually. Yeah, exactly. And you never know. Okay, the other thing is you're at a client lunch or you're out with your boss Right, and you're at a formal lunch mm-hmm. at a restaurant, Robin, what are the rules?
0: I try to mirror the other person. So I right. would always do the etiquette that I've been brought up to do, but yeah. I would also mirror the other person. Right. So I would, for example, at the right time, take my napkin. i put it onto my lap. If they take their napkin, then I would take mine at the same time or, right. or vice versa. In terms of choosing food, I think choose food that is easy to eat.
1: Right, simple.
0: Simple to eat. Right. You don't want to be wrestling with something on the plate, right? Or have it sliding all around, right? Or have very complicated pasta dish where everything is sliding. Crab. These things are unnecessarily challenging. So choose something that's easy to eat and also easy to digest. Yes. That's the other thing because you don't want to feel bloated at the end of a meal. Yeah. If I'm in a client lunch like that, I follow a diet I used to do years ago called the hay diet, Mm. and the hay diet is where you don't mix carbohydrates and protein. Mm. So. You either have the protein and the the vegetables, as it were, or you have the carbohydrate and the food and vegetables. And if you don't mix those two, you never feel heavy or bloated at the end of a meal. It's quite good at lunchtime because you feel lighter at the end of a meal.
1: Yeah. I think there's a little bit of back and forth at the beginning of any one of those meals when you're trying to figure out if everybody's going to do a starter and a main. What do you do about that?
0: Well, it's easier, of course, if there's just two of you. Because yeah. if it's a larger group, it depends who's hosting the table and then they should yeah. just take control of the table.
1: And what about ordering wine or alcohol? Do or don't?
0: Again, it depends on who the clients are.
1: So um, many people now say you don't drink at lunch. But actually, I'm seeing it slowly come back modestly, glass of wine.
0: I think a glass of wine is, is fine. It's not for me to say. I might have a glass of wine with a client who wanted a glass of wine themselves. Right, and then, mirror. So then to mirror them. Right. If I'm on my own, I wouldn't have anything.
1: The the other thing is, is something that my parents taught me was that you're supposed to be looking, especially if you're the host, to see when everybody else finishes. Yes. And you should be the last to finish. Yes. So don't leave your guest finishing the main course when everybody else is exactly. So
0: don't me. wolf yours down. Yes. Make
1: sure everybody else is... In step with them, don't you think? Uh, Yeah, I think so. What about just thinking about dessert? I know that sounds like a silly question, but quite often there's now etiquette around you mustn't eat a sweet thing. It's a kind of weakness, to be seen to have a dessert, it's really indulgent. Really? I yes. haven't come
0: across that. Uh, yes, no, no,
1: it can be. And you can see this thing where you look at each other and you go, no, 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 yes. I'll just have a coffee. When in fact, you're both <laughs> dying for that
0: pudding. Well, I always have an affogato. An affogato is my favorite thing, which is a small scoop of ice cream with espresso poured over it oh so So, you double it so i double it up in one go i have a little bit of ice cream so it's not too heavy yeah that for me covers both bases on that one
1: so my solution to that is i order something and then i insist they share it so i say bring two spoons and then we share it right i think because everybody wants a little bit just a little bit but they don't want to eat a whole piece of pie or chocolate cake
0: (laughs) well they might want a piece but they might not want to admit it publicly Do you know,
1: I've discovered during this brilliant conversation that there is so much to say about eating at work. And there is etiquette, isn't there? How we share, like you say, how we break bread together, how you respect each other when you're eating and when you're offering.
0: And when other people are not eating. So if you're eating next to somebody who's not eating, we need to be respectful of their space.
1: Yeah. So thank you so much. Again, loving the topic.
0: I know, I'm off for a donut.
1: (laughs) I'm going to go and take the last banana. (laughs) I don't steal the last bananas (laughs) here.
0: Have you ever wished you could become a confident speaker or presenter? Then why not join my online masterclass, Speak So Your Audience Will Listen. In 10 easy-to-follow modules, you can become a confident and authentic speaker. For more information, visit robinkirmer.com.